Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. What do we got today, Ricardo? We got the Week 14 Waiver Wire Show. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. I'm going to try not to crowd you today. I feel like I was crowding you last week. Is that so? You know, the CDC says you should maintain six feet uh, six feet of distance between you and the next person. Um, there is... To be fair... Definitely not six feet between us. Uh, I can't speak for you, but I pretty much quarantined myself other than here. Yeah. And uh, one other person, so I think I'm okay. And if I get it, Didn't I'm just going to quarantine myself. Like a COVID case? Nope. We thought we did. <laughs> All right. My family neither. Pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I don't, don't want to. I'm not. I'm not a superstitious. I'm not a superstitious person uh, outside of when I'm watching the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't. Uh, COVID cases. But anyway, welcome to Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My my name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon. As always, What's with up? us. Um. I think we've only done like two shows all time without Rick. It was two shows, yeah. Yeah. So, um, both shows. Oh, God. No, they're good. I thought you did a good job. Oh, you listened to them. I did, yeah. Well, I I didn't listen to the whole thing for the second one. But I remember, I think the first one I did because I was on vacation. It's not easy. I was was on Myrtle Beach, bro. And and you're like, dude, we got to record. I'm like, bro, what? what Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, now I can do it wherever wherever you are. True. Because of Zoom. If I have my laptop. Good luck if you have your laptop. So today we have our week 14 waiver wire. This is it. Fantasy playoffs are here. Uh, I had a tough week. <laughs> Do you guys remember the last show when um we were talking about our teams and Morgan said that he was up by like 30 points. It was so unlikely that I would outscore him. I outscored him by 30 points. So I outscored him on the season in our home league. His team still isn't better than mine. It's not. I admit it. It's not. <laughs> See, you got like 40 points from Marvin. Although I will say the graph that you showed, you showed like my team and like t- I had like two guys on my bench that I was going to start. Like you put in my crappy lineup. I just screenshotted it. Don't judge. You ignored the bench though. What? Okay. I had like good players on my bench that I was going to start. You want me to show them that you had Joe Mixon and, and, and Saquon Barkley? James Washington just got a 50-yard touchdown. Oh, good luck with that. I have Juju. We are recording this on Monday, yeah. and we're watching this uh, Steelers game as we record. Uh, he Rick needs 22 points from Juju. I, don't, in a I mean, I'm in the playoffs. I just want the bye, and to get the bye, I need... That's in our staff league. Yeah, it is. I, I, I would like Juju to get 22 points. In case you're wondering, uh, the staff league. Yeah, fans champion staff league. Uh, we have uh, me and Rick are at the top, Adam's at the top, and uh, Austin is at the top. Is that correct? So we're trying, we're trying to win. I, I'm I'm trying to take this thing away from everyone. I drafted Mike Thomas and Devontae Adams. What did I say anything? <laughs> I didn't say anything. So anyway, waiver wire for week 14 is here. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Uh, and we're gonna talk about guys that you should pick up for this week. Um, and for the coming weeks, actually, we'll probably just stick to this week because we can't really forward think that far ahead. But yeah, that's for tomorrow's show. So anyway, we're going to give you uh, uh, waiver wire ads. Um, 
Before we do that, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. You can like us at Facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, what are you gonna do, Rick? Oh gosh, I wasn't listening again. Subscribe. 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 Oh, I got it right. <laughs> All righty. Um, leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. Subscribing is the best way to support this show. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Um, we're very, very close to 200, so get us there. And if you get us to 1,000 on the season, then Rick shaves his head. Yeah. Or I That's shave good. Rick's head. Yeah. But either you must wonder where the punishment comes in for me. It doesn't. Any punishment. Not really punishment, celebration, but you, I know you want your hair. I will. I no, because I, I, I actually have been meaning to cut my hair. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> so this would be a good excuse to do yeah. it. So be sure to subscribe. Click the bell for notifications for whenever we post a video. Like and comment down below any questions you have. We also uh, next week we are going to be doing a playoff question and answer format show on Wednesday. So yeah. um, if you have any questions pertaining to that, please be sure to uh, drop them in the comments on any of the videos that you watch this week. Um, so be sure to do that. So let's jump right into our waiver wire ads sure. for the week. So uh, this is the biggest week of the year. This is the biggest week of the year for you uh, in terms of matchup. You, you win, you make it to the next round. You get to week 15, the, the quarterfinals of your fantasy championship. Yep. Uh, and you are, what is that? Is that quarterfinals or it's, is it semifinals? Because semifinals I think is the game before semi, the championship. Game, yeah, semis. So this is the quarterfinals. So, uh, yeah, no, if they win this week, yes, they'll be in Yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes. See, I got it. <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> I, I, you fact checked my fact check. Sorry. Just confusing the Alex hell out. Alex Smith, of me. dude, come on, throw the ball more than two yards. So, um, anyway, we have, uh, we're going to try to do our best to give you these QB yes. streaming options. Um, Rick, this give us a playoff. Streaming I know it's and it's hard because I don't want to screw it up I'm trying to pick the right league here. Um, all right, give us one guy, Rick. Sam Darnold versus Seattle. No, don't do that. Don't do not do that. What's wrong with that? It's I'm, same. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, in theory, that's actually really. There was there was a point in the off season where you were like, okay, I'm definitely I definitely want to put like Sam Darnold on a list of breakout quarterbacks. <laughs> I talked him out of it. Do I regret it? Yes. Oh. No, oh no, not for a second. Um, so he for me, he loves we're streaming. So unfortunately, in week fourteen, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks with fantastic matchups. For example, Sam Darnold against Seattle, Mitch Trubisky against Houston, um, Andy Dalton in the revenge game against Cincinnati. Uh, Andy Dalton's not playing Cincinnati, is he? He is, yeah. Wow, dude, my computer's like six weeks behind. Yeah, yeah you gotta go week four. Oh, you're right. You don't um, Drew Locke against Carolina, like all these awful matchups. Or sorry, fantastic matchups with poor quarterbacks. You can take your chance with one of those. Um I would try to stream a more I wanna say like sure thing quarterback if he's available. So like if Teddy Bridgewater is available, for example, I would rather See, I don't know. It, it is this week is really because it's playoff week, right? Yeah. So you're trying to get the guaranteed win. Um, so it really depends on your line of thinking. Because if you just want the safe bet, Teddy Bridgewater, I think is the guy to go with this week. Uh, I want to say he's playing Denver. Yeah. Um, at home, with the weapons he has, he he's pretty much yeah. consistently gets a solid fifteen to tw- or 
Eh, a little more than 15. He gets like a solid like 20 points a week, would you say? Yeah. Um, on good matchups. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he even has a ceiling of like 25. So <clears throat> he's a guy who's a safe bet. He's a solid quarterback. He's, yeah. He's a guaranteed play to get you at least 15 points. Right. Or you could take your chance on like a Mitch Trubitsky against Houston. Yeah. Uh, if I was taking my chance on like the crappy quarterbacks of good matchups, he's the guy I would, I'd play this week. He's up against Houston. Yeah. Um, You know, he's not a great real life quarterback, but he has always mm-hmm. put up decent fantasy numbers. Right. Um, Especially on bad or bad team, so good matchups, like Houston. So I would play Mitch Trubisky this week if I'm feeling risky, but if you want the safe bet, Teddy Bridgewater's <laughs> my guy. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of what is available at this point, I would be scared to start anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a curse for trying to string so it's, quarterbacks. It's funny. It's, yeah, it really is. Um, it's funny because if I was streaming quarterbacks, I probably would have picked up the guys that I wanted like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, in our home league uh, three weeks ago, <laughs> when I had a chance, um, I contemplated picking up three different defenses just for the playoffs so I didn't have to deal with everyone battling for the defensive spots. Right. And I was like, maybe I should just focus on getting wins. <clears throat> that didn't happen. But... Um, for quarterbacks, you're kind of at the bottom of the barrel. And, and uh, Trubisky's not like a horrible, horrible ad. Um, but the last two games he's had, he had 20 points against Green Bay. And he had 13 against Detroit in a game that he probably should have done a little bit better. So I really just don't trust that with him. Um, I, 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 there's no, like, I, if, I, if, if I'm desperate enough to start Trubisky, then... <laughs> I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's the problem with streaming quarterbacks this year. I feel like it's been sort of, a, yeah, sort of, a, sort of a bad thing. Um, it's just sort of a difficult thing. Uh, like, would you like Ben Roethlisberger if he's available in your league? I doubt he is, but he's playing Buffalo. That's not you bad. You keep putting Roethlisberger on this list, and he's like a top ten quarterback. I know he's a, he's a QB eleven. So yeah, so it's not wrong. Probably not. Um, but like some of the some of the medium or the middle of the pack guys like Derek yeah. Carr playing against the Colts. I'm not trying to start Derek Carr against the Colts. Yeah. Jared Goff against New England. I'm not trying to start Jared Goff <laughs> against New England on a Thursday night. No, thank no you. Way. Um Matt Stafford against Green Bay. What are the chances Jared Maybe. Goff gets negative one fantasy point? It's higher than I think it's like at least like it's higher than him reaching twenty. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. So that leaves like Teddy Bridgewater. Would is, you play uh, Taysom Hill again? Over all the guys we talked about, he's up against Philly. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not a great matchup, but it's not like the worst matchup in the world. Yeah, I would do that. He's going to so, score rushing touchdowns. It, but Taysom Hill's probably owned at this point now because yeah, since yeah, he was yeah. the stream of the week last week. I mean, the only guy that I think you referenced that makes sense is it's I I wouldn't even. <laughs> you were going to say Andy Dalton, but you don't want to. No, I I can't. I I mean, you could throw a Drew Locke maybe, no. but there's just nothing available. I don't want this to Drew Locke. His last time he had easy matchups was 2030-10 against the Chargers, Atlanta, and Las Vegas. I mean, he's had tough matchups for a majority of the season, but he's just not worth it. There's just nothing left. There's nothing left. I hate to I hate to. And still confidence in the fantasy champion community heading into week 14 with our stream. Of this is the hardest week to stream in the playoffs. So I think, yeah, I, I just don't matchups. know of a guy that I can look at and go, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to, there is no, sig- like I said, I think Teddy Bridgewater is the guy I'd go after if he's owned in your league or if not owned in your league. Yep. Um, I think Matt Stafford's decent. 
if Taysom Hill is available, go get him. And if none of these guys are available and you've got to take a flyer on one of the crappy quarterbacks, like an Andy Dalton, uh, Mitch Trubisky, a Drew Locke, or a Sam Darnold, the guy I would choose of those four is uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. TMC just dropped it. I, whatever, bro. <laughs> we're what again? We're Washington. The wa- watching the Washington football team play the Steelers, and yeah. it's not going great for either of our fantasy teams. My my percentage on sleeper of of beating Adam. We're both going to make dropping, the playoffs in the staff leagues. So. Is dropping by the second. It doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. It really even if you beat him, don't you play him anyway in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. So it literally doesn't matter. It's, it, it's that it's match the fight for said. the home team. <laughs> Yeah, you want you really want home field advantage in fantasy football. I do. I want home field advantage. Um, so let's talk about um, our waiver wire ads at the running back position and try to make this slightly more substantive than the quarterback position just was. Um, so obviously, as you head into the, the fantasy playoffs, I've said week after week, handcuffs are, are the biggest thing that you can. This if you if if Ezekiel Elliott were to go down and Tony Pollard is on your waiver wire and then you get into a bidding match with everyone and you didn't pick him up before that happens, that's your own fault. Not that you have Ezekiel Elliott and you're in the fantasy playoffs, but that's just a... <laughs> True. <laughs> that, is, that is just a variable that happens. Um, so I think for, for me, you have to pick up your handcuffs, obviously, but um, Swift has been dealing with this concussion for a couple of weeks now, and he's been struggling with it. And um, is that I, blood? I don't. It uh, kind of <laughs> looks like blood. Yikes! Again, we're watching the game <laughs> as we're trying to record a podcast. Uh, it looks I like I could put this live on. They're literally just taping his foot. Is that Alex Smith? No. I don't know what player that is. Can they show the who? Oh, it is Alex Smith. <laughs> what the freak? Anyway, Dang. all right, so. Um, I would say without DeAndre Swift, Adrian Peterson is the number one guy. Yes, 100%. Um, and I think, he, like, he hasn't really had, like, I, I don't want to say he's had a bad season. I mean, he hasn't been great. He averages, like, eight points a game. Yeah, so, uh, but I think in the fantasy playoffs, if, if you need a flex play and you're at this point. Last he, two weeks. Last two weeks, he's had 17 fantasy points each, and he has Green Bay this week. So, um, I would I would feel safe, especially when you talk about, when did Patricia get fired? Uh, I think after the Houston game, right? So it was the, this was the first game they played without him. Yeah, so he had two rushing touchdowns each in each one of those games. I don't think that's going to continue happening, but like I said, if you do need a flex play this week, he is playing the Green Bay Packers. It is a really easy matchup, and I would pick up Peterson and slide him into that spot yeah. real easy. There's a chance that Swift comes back. Um, yes, and if that happens, I think it's you, you can't start Peterson. I don't think Antonio week, Gibson is going to play. This week, I don't know who they are playing. They're playing San Francisco. Is that so. McKissick? McKissick or uh, Peyton Barber, which is gross for both. Yeah. Um, I think if you have Gibson and you want to slide one of those guys in, maybe. Uh, against San Francisco, it's kind of a tough matchup. And then yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah. Josh Jacobs might not play this week again. Uh, and Booker didn't even do good against the Jets. And he's playing the Colts this week. So. I think Booker's hurt too. Yeah, I'm not. I, I wouldn't be too thrilled with either of those guys. Um, uh, but Peterson's a good one. I think Peterson, out of all those guys, is probably the guy I'd feel most confident about. Yeah. Um, is Wayne Gallman injured? Because I see they have uh, somebody's on this list. Oh wait, I think I was looking at standard. Because yeah, no, I, I don't know why Alfred Morris is on this list. Hold on. <laughs> it says that. Um, 
He scored two touchdowns and went over Seahawks. Giants running back Alfred Morris rushed eight times for 39 yards, caught his only target. Fellow running back Wayne Gallman rushed 16 times for 135 yards, but it was Morris who found his way into the end zone. I wouldn't pick up Alfred yeah. Morris. <laughs> I was um, like, did get hurt? Why is uh, the only other guy that I would say, it, it looks like Brian Hill is getting most of the work in um, in Atlanta with Todd Gurley out. Um, Dirk yeah. Cutter confirmed on Monday that um, Adrian Peterson, I mean, not Adrian Peterson, Tony Wow, Todd Gurley's injury um, is—it's a knee injury, and he is probably going to miss more time. So, if that's the case, I would pick up Idaho Smith and possibly start him this week. I don't always plan. Let me just check that really fast. Um, I believe it is—it's yeah, the Chargers, so that's a good matchup for him. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Uh, I know Chris Carson's been battling some injuries, mm-hmm. uh, so, so he's still playing, but they haven't really used him. Like kind of like they did last year yeah. as much. Would you consider picking up Carlos Hyde and playing him, even if Carlos Carson, Chris Carson's there against the Jets? Yeah, I would consider it. I'd also consider. Um, you know, never mind. <laughs> We're this is some deep diving here in week fourteen. Yeah, if 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 Chris Carson doesn't play, I do think Carlos Hyde is a very, very oh, if he good doesn't play, then Carlos Hyde yeah, is yeah, like yeah, a top yeah, ten yeah, running back. Yeah, but, but I, I'm not picking up like I, if you want to get ahead of the curve and pick up Chris, Car- I mean, I uh, pick up Carlos Hyde in case Chris Carson gets hurt, which is about a ninety percent chance. Um, I could, I would be totally okay with doing that. But um, yeah, the running back position. If if you don't have a running back at this point in the season, yeah, we're in the playoffs. You really look like. like <laughs> You're in, a, you're in a tough spot. I don't think you're in. How did you make the playoffs? That, that'd be my first question. I don't know. I'm why impressed. Didn't you ask Austin. Oh, shots fired. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the wide receiver position. Obviously, number one guy on this list, Kiki Kuti. Uh, with yes. literally everyone dead. Um. He is. He's now the number one wide receiver for Houston. Who would have said that three weeks ago? Um. He had nine targets, eight reception, 141 yards. I don't believe he caught a touchdown, but he did have. Uh, okay, that's return yards. Sorry, I thought it was rushing yards. I got excited. I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> He's gonna add two hundred all-purpose yards to that total. Um, no, he had eight catches, hundred and forty-one yards. Did not catch a touchdown. Eighteen fantasy points. He doesn't have a good matchup against Chicago for the next. Actually, for the next two weeks against Chicago and Indianapolis. So it is a little bit tougher to play him, but Houston's offense has been. Good I was the gonna last say it doesn't really matter because I think they're gonna throw the ball a lot anyway. Yeah, he's gonna. He might he's, not get a touchdown, but he's still gonna get see, like. I don't know. Are they really though? Could they just blow blow the doors off the Bears this week? And I don't think they can do that. Houston? Yeah. Oh no, Houston's not gonna do anything. <laughs> Chicago blows though. They do blow. Um, but anyway, yeah, Kiki Kuti probably the ad. This could be. Um, I, I, the schedule makes me a little more hesitant to say this, but this could be a guy coming off the waiver wire that could win a league, especially when you look at the matchup in week 16, because you don't even have to start him this week and next week, but week 16, he has Cincinnati. And so that is a very, very good matchup for him. Um, and, uh, you know, last week he did come off like that wasn't, that was a matchup against Indianapolis that he got those 18 points and he plays Indian week 15. So I think he might be a good start there as well, but Chicago it's, it's it's tough sledding, so I don't. He's gonna get a lot of targets. I just don't know if they're gonna be efficient targets. But he is probably the ad of the week. Yeah, I think if you had Will Fuller, this is hopefully you picked up Kiki Kute. Oh yeah, uh, because he's he's going to get those targets, one hundred percent. So he you you said that he could be a league winner. He yeah. honestly could. 
uh, with the amount he's going to get used in that offense, he's going to be the lead target guy. Mm-hmm. And as much as Houston isn't great, their offense is still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and they, they throw the ball very well. So he could really le- win some leagues. Uh, and if you have any waiver budget at all left, put it all on him. Yeah, I would I would pick him up immediately. Um, outside of that, there's not a whole ton of guys left. Some guys with some good schedules. Um, both Jets wide receivers are available with Darnold being back. Uh, it might mean good things for, for Denzel Mims, who had nothing this week. Three targets, two receptions. Um, I wouldn't pick him up. And then Paraman is also currently available. Oops, I just backed out of that. Paraman is also available. Um, he had a total of four targets last week. So, I mean, either <laughs> they're both gross, but they both have good rest-of-season schedules. Um, I just don't see anyone else on this list um, that I'm, I would add besides yeah, Kuti. Tim Patrick's not awful. He had two touchdowns this past week, um, but he's mm-hmm. still kind of like yeah with with Dur- with Drew Locke back. Yeah, I would I would be yeah. Okay. But he Drew didn't Locke, get a lot of targets either, and his schedule is no. just god awful. Rest of season. although Carolina, like even though they've been pretty good against receivers, they struggle against quarterbacks. So there's a chance, and their defense isn't the best. So Tim Patrick could have a decent week this week. Yeah. Uh, I'd much rather have Kiki Kute though. And then Ruggs and Rieger, the two rookies, like are you even with Jalen Hurts there, I'm still not I mean the Rieger's schedule rest of season is not horrible. He has uh New Orleans, Arizona, and Dallas. Yeah. So it's not bad. It's just like he he since coming back from his injury against Dallas, the Giants, Cleveland, Seattle, he's had six, seven, five, and seven in terms of target share. Um, but he hasn't really turned it into anything. Hasn't scored any touchdowns over that stretch besides the one against Dallas. Um, and, and he's not turning those into catches either. So it's like, and then he had this week against green Bay, one target, one reception for 34 yards. And, uh, yeah. The only reason he had a good fantasy week was because he had that punt return for like 60 yards for touchdown. Yeah. He's an explosive player. I'd like to see him get more targets. I just don't know. I mean, he might be he might be a good add in case Hertz starts using him more if they start Hertz next week. Yeah. Like if he comes in and he's actually kind of the key to the offense and he starts targeting Jalen Rieger a lot, um, then... We talk about Rieger, though, every show. I know. We literally <laughs> talk about Rieger every show. But I, I could see him. I don't want Ruggs. Like, I would stay very, very far yeah, away. I, I distance Unfortunately. Myself. Ruggs doesn't get any targets. Not only does he get not get any targets, but his playoff schedule is just god-awful. Yeah. It's bad. So Lavishka Chanel, you think he's... A, or Gabriel Davis, one of those two guys? Uh, Gabriel Davis might be a good add. With John um, Brown out for the season. With John Brown out for the season. He had four targets, three receptions for 79 yards this week and a touchdown. So he had a decent performance. Why receiver uh, 16? This past week. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was against the Chargers. Yeah. We haven't watched the Bills. <laughs> Did they play Monday night? They play Tuesday. This team plays Tuesday? Yeah. It's a Tuesday game. Oh, whatever. So anyway, you, but you were listening oh, to wait. the show before that game happened. It, you, I don't know. It's they either, do play tonight. They do play It's tonight. either Monday Sorry. night or Tuesday night. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so the Char- he, they play San Francisco. So watch out to see what happens there. But in the game against the Chargers, he did have four targets, three receptions, 79 yards, and a touchdown in that game. So he could be a decent add. Um, I'd pick him up this week if you have the opportunity. But outside of that, I think the wide receiver position is pretty cold. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and then, uh, you know, let's shoot our shot with the tight ends. This is the largest tight end list I, I've seen all season. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to say the last couple weeks, we talked about Ross Dweely at the tight end position for the um, for the San Francisco 49ers. And I don't know what happened to that. He had two targets and one catch. The last two oh. weeks, Jordan Reed, 
has had six targets in per game. Um, last week against the the Rams, he did not turn that into anything. He had two targets. I mean, two catches. But the week before, he had five. Ca- oh, he, he he plays on Tuesday. Is that correct? He plays tonight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, watch the game against Buffalo. See what happens. Um, either it's either Tuesday or Monday. One of the two, but another. I think guy, I'm I'm 95 sure it's another guy to watch to see if he, he does have a good matchup against Buffalo, at, but he has Washington, Dallas, Arizona in the playoffs, which is not a horrible schedule. Um, it's probably one of the better waiver wire tight end schedules left, and the fact that he's getting six targets a game, I mean, you can't ask for anything better on the waiver wire at this point for tight ends. Yeah, I think the only other guy I'd say who's only owned in 25 percent leagues, the number one guy on this list is Dalton Schultz. Uh, he he gets like six targets a game. Um, which for a tight end is really good. The Dallas Cowboys just blow. Cowboys do blow, but week 14, the revenge game for Andy Dalton against the Bengals, baby. They also play on Tuesday, so we don't know what Dalton Schultz' performance was, but he does convert convert a lot of his targets, though, which is good. I think his biggest problem is all tight ends have this uh, difficulty attached to them, and it's it's that if, uh, for unless your name is Darren Waller, Travis Kelsey... Or uh, T.J. Hawkinson. If you don't catch a touchdown, you're gonna have a bad fantasy week as a tight end. Yeah. And I think that Dalton Schultz is one of those guys that does get targeted quite a bit, but he doesn't put up enough yardage to um, justify having him in your starting lineup every week. So against Cincinnati Week 14, he could catch a touchdown. That could be the week where he uh, he pops the question there. And if that happens, you win. You, you win. D- you did good. Good job. But we have three more of these waiver wire shows to go. So um, hopefully we don't spend too much time talking with Dalton Schultz and Jillard and Reed any longer. What about Logan Thomas? He has a bad schedule, but. Yeah. What is he doing right now? I think he has like one catch this game. Two catches. Yeah, I don't know. For like 20 But he has Seattle, Carolina, and San Francisco. Yeah, no, Logan Thomas is good. I think he's in the same level as like Dalton Schultz and Jordan Reed. Like he's in that category. Yeah, and then everyone talks about Anthony Ferkser. Ferkser is just 7 and 5, 51 yards. What is that? Uh, that's in half PPR. That's seven and a half fantasy points. Pretty good game. Eight fantasy points. Says right here. Yeah. Tight end fourteen finish. That's, How long that's is John out? Though? That's if John is out. Yeah. Anthony Ferkser would be a good ad. But anyway, there's our waiver wire list. Is there anyone else you wanted to talk about? No, I think that's it. Okay. That'll be our list. That'll be our preparation for your week fourteen matchups to start. Hopefully, any of your claims go through for your in your favor. Um, be sure to check out our website at thefantasychampion.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we will talk to you tomorrow. We're doing uh, league-winning players. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube, and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.